then whatever. All right, Ray. Round number two with Ray Curran here. This is post-election, so. I got invited back. Yeah, you did, with you that. did. I have like 200, 200 lis- not listeners, but 200 plays on my podcast right now right. with like 15 listeners. And I actually had, I actually had um, a guy get in touch with me about marketing it. Huh. So. Who knows? I've listened to most of them so far, so. Yeah, who knows? What yeah. do you think? Am I doing a good job? I think they're good, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, they're different. I mean, you vary the subjects and stuff, yeah. too. It was good. You had one with Paige, who I know, obviously, but there was a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, the I trauma did. stuff. Yeah, that I, I mean, you kind of know, but you don't know, and I think that's yeah. good, you know, to get into depth about stuff or who people are and where they come from. It's right. good to understand, especially these days, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we can, we can, we'll talk about other things, too, but we can dive, because we haven't talked since the election happened, and. You know, Joe Biden won by five million votes. So in counting, in counting, that's yeah. a that's a good thing, right? Yeah, I um, mean, yeah, you're you're kind of torn because, but the best news is that you know Joe Biden won. So yeah, Joe Biden won, and he's already started. You know, before we get into, um, you know, what's going on with the Republicans right now, I want to talk about, you know, some of the things that Joe Biden looks like he wants to do right off the bat, like he said he wants to rejoin the World Health Organization, rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement. Um, and the Muslim ban, um, yeah. Um, Education too. Yeah, like so. There's a bunch of things that he said yeah. he's gonna do that are good things. Um, right. I am a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie, because I, I don't think that the what the Republicans are doing is gonna because uh, there's no fraud. There's no there's no voter no. fraud. Um, I think it's. You know, I had hopes um, that we could try to come together a little bit, at least. I didn't have that, but, like, that's clearly not going to happen. We'll have to see. I mean, there's still... It'll be interesting to see when Biden does take over, what the tack is from the McConnells of the world. But you have a couple that have splintered off, uh, splintered off Republicans. You have the Ben Sass, and you have yeah. Mitt Romney and the, the moderates, as you would say, Republicans, Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins. You have those four... And we'll have to see how the Senate, you know, Romney. finishes up. And right, yeah, I said Rob, Romney. Romney. Those four, yeah. and I think there are others that will follow suit. It'll be interesting to see, you know, where the Republicans go. I mean, I think the good news is here is that I mean, is that they may splinter a little bit too. If you're a Democrat, I think there's a possibility that I mean, Biden's going to take over on January 20th. So yeah. what what happens then? I mean, do right. they just keep fighting everything? I, I, every, I think. Well, I think they will. I yeah. think. I think they. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised what, you know, Trump's the first president since I don't even know to not concede an election when it's clear that he lost. I'm not surprised by that. I no. mean, I kind of expected that. Right. But um, it certainly isn't going to help, you know, and his, his supporters for the most part are falling in line. You know, they're saying there's voter fraud and blah, 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 blah. But and there's, there's no, there's no, um, and I, 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 I said this to Mimi, I said, you know, in 2016 when... Um, Trump won, you know, I was upset, but I didn't like not acknowledge that he didn't win because he won. Right. You know what I mean? Hillary Clinton didn't try and fight it. Yeah, I mean, you can whine and say that he didn't win the popular vote. Which which he he didn't. didn't. Right. Right. He didn't. But he won the Electoral College and he won the election. Right. Um, I mean, so I just feel. And that's the the negative part here. I don't think my, you know. My my bad things here that could happen are just the the if you start attacking the integrity of elections. Yeah. In general, where do we go? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they talk about Stacey Abrams in in 2018, which you know she lost, yeah. but the votes that were counted. But her take was a little bit different. That you know, well, these people weren't allowed to register to vote and stuff like that. That's what she was kind of complaining about more than I don't right. think they they contested the vote as much. And the same thing in Florida. 
But DeSantis, I think they contest that a lot of the laws that were in place, right. voter registration, that, you know, discriminate against, right. you know, black people, people of color, right. and whatever. And, you know, people, and that's what their, their complaint was. So there are two different things. But I think once we start to get to the point where we're attacking the integrity of our elections, we're in a bad place. And we're, and we're in a bad place. That's right. right now. Because right. we're in a bad place right, right now. And this is not going to be a smooth transition. You know, right. Well, part of us knew that. That's what you and you I got know. into. So I'm not that worried. I mean, I'm worried, but I'm not because you knew this was going to happen. So the I question know. is to me is what happens on January 20th? Yeah. Right. Do Republicans fall in line to some extent or do they call Biden illegitimate for, you know, certain people are going to do that anyway. Yeah. We knew, I mean, we knew that just from how, how Trump operates. Right. But what will I guess I had uh, some false hope, you know, yeah, I guess well, I, I have some false hope, false hope for the Lindsey Graham's and Mitch McConnell's yeah. and Ted Cruz's of the world. Mm. So I'm hoping that you know, when he's actually in office, they don't, because then you got the whole thing with, you know, with cabinet positions. Yeah. And if, you know, I hope that the Democrats win both Senate races in Georgia, but, you know, we'll have to see we'll one. We'll see about that. I predict probably one of two right now. If well, you they need both. My head. Right, and they need both. So yeah. if it's like that, does McConnell block every single cabinet position? Do we he do might. This? Do we do this for four years? What? He might. So these are the things that worry me. Yeah. I'm not so worried about Biden being put in, because I think that's, you know, going to happen, but. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I think I'm worried about that kind of stuff. I, I'm worried about that kind of stuff too, because he could have, you know, po- appoint um, some really good people to like the Department of um, um, the EPA and the um, Department right. of Education and Department of Labor. You know, who could get who could get who could get blocked, and you know, and right. I think it could be very messy if if, if the Republicans, as it looks like right now. They will have the Senate. I will say that's probably what it's going to be. I mean, well, who knows what happens? We hope. I, I mean, hope. We, I mean, yeah, there's a chance. Stranger things have happened. There's a chance, and especially because you know, both Georgia senators have right. come out and said the election is illegitimate. So, right, you know, or the count's illegitimate. Right. So we'll see if that backfires on them. I mean, right. I hope it will, but you don't know. We'll have to see. Right. And even if it gets to fifty-fifty, you got the Joe Mansions of the world and stuff like that. But we'll have to, we can talk about that if it comes to it. Right. I know. I just. Um, he, they're pushing all of these, these, uh, and you know, most of the lawsuits that they've tried to push so far have been thrown out because there's all just, of them have, yeah, there's just no, they're for 14 as we've, uh, yeah, there's just no, vid- no there's, there's, fidelity and there's just, no, yeah, there's and, no merit to any of them right no. now. Um, I mean, he, he, Trump jumped right the, the election night. He, he jumped right on it at two in the morning and said, this is fraud. This is not real. Legal people voted and legal votes. Like. It didn't take him even before, like at that time, we didn't know that Biden was even going to win, but he jumped on it right before, right even before he knew right. that he was going to lose. But again, that's not a surprise to me. I mean, I it's knew, not. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah. You know, it was a surprise that it was, the, I mean, the disturbing part for Democrats is that it ended up close. I mean, people are going to say, yeah, it was, he's going to win by about, you know, four or five. He's up by five million right yeah, now. Yeah, but four or five percentage points, I think he's oh, going to yeah. win the popular vote by. Yeah. And that's still, that's, I mean, that's good, but I mean, and we should celebrate that. It's obviously better than the alternative, but yeah. I think there's still a lot of work to do for Democrats. There's and he's 72 about, million people still right, voted for Trump. Lost House seats, lost, yeah. didn't lose Senate seats, but didn't get as many as they thought they were going to get yeah. to swing it. And even locally, New Hampshire is an interesting state to look at. Yeah, because, man, I'm worried about what's going to happen. But they did here. really well. I mean, Biden did really well here. I mean, he compared did. to other states, the polls were not off in New Hampshire. He won by eight or nine points. Yeah. Um, but down ballot. And it, and it remains to be seen, you know, how much that plays in effect. But they lost the Democrats lost the executive council. They lost the lost executive the council House. and lost. We could be in big trouble. Right. Um, so I mean, Sununu's got a big mandate, you know, from locally, and what he can do with that, we'll have to see. I mean, he won, oh, Sununu won by a lot too. He did. It so he's a, a very popular governor. So and it's interesting. 
The bright side for me is what tact, I think the reason why the Republicans, a lot of them, there are certain areas of the state that are going to be heavily pro-Trump, but I think a lot of reason why Republicans won is because they were more moderate yeah. Republicans. So hopefully, locally at least, I mean, there's some stuff, you know, we've, you know, obviously on the side that, that you know, we're on, we're not going to like a lot of this stuff, but hopefully it won't become at least Trumpian where we're... Right. Right. Well, I worry about people in. I worry about things like abortion in this well, in the state. You know, education. Education too. You know. Our education funding, which already you know is a mess. Right. You know, I don't see a Republican-controlled Senate and a Republican-controlled House and a Republican governor fixing that. No. I, right. You nope. know, I, or even something as like coronavirus testing. Yeah. You know, coronavirus. You know, it's out of control. It's in the state right now. It really, it really, yeah. it really is. We're getting two hundred plus cases a day yeah. now. And, and, uh, and you know, to give them some credit compared to other cases, it's, or other <laughs> states at least, is still the the testing percentage is down to or not down. It's up, but it's not as high as like Connecticut's up to like five six percent, which is starting to get in dangerous territory. Yeah, New Hampshire's still at like two percent, which is higher, and it's still you know I worrisome mean, because people are dying. People, you know. That whole Woodlawn outbreak in Newport, you know, right. that's obviously very concerning when you got 30, Absolute. 35 cases in the same place. Absolutely. And it could go whatever. So we do have to be concerned. But I think New Hampshire, you know, and if you want to credit Sununu for stuff, I think he's done a decent job with that. Is and at least he hasn't just ignored. No, he, well. I mean, give him credit, like, compared to Trump is he, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? He, he did, I will say this. He, he did a decent job at first. Right. At first he did it. I think... Over the well, last four or five months, he's been terrible. And I think that's the case with a lot of Democrats and Republicans, yeah. is that nobody wants to lock down again because no. they know what that is. So I think everybody's afraid to. But if but, you look at the data now, we're right. worse now than I'm we were right. in that's March. That's the whole point, is yeah. that, well, shouldn't we? And nobody wants to do it for obvious reasons. Yeah. I understand that. But at some point, we're going to have to look at it. And you and I both are coaches, and we look at sports, and yeah. I think we're both torn. Uh, of course we're torn. To I'm somebody who's, you know, well, first, we, you know, we... We, we had our semifinal game forfeited right. because of a team had COVID cases. And right. now we have to, you know, we have a, we're in a championship game, which is amazing. I've been in, you know, going to a championship game is an incredible experience. But we're going to Pelham where there's 30 cases in that city alone. Right. Um, well, it, and, it makes and, me nervous. <laughs> like, right. Well, the good news is I think is that, it's not, I guess, a good news. It's not really yeah. good news, but mitigating news. It doesn't seem like on-field stuff is transmitting too much, but you worry about... I don't know why anybody has fans at games at this point. Yeah. And it's an argument in college basketball because I do a lot of college basketball stuff. And yeah. That, why would you put fans at games now? You know, to try to limit. Especially in basketball when you're inside. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And just you you count on people to stay safe. But look what happened in Notre Dame. Right. Saturday. Yeah, that wasn't safe. Yeah, you can't. They're not going to do it. You know no. what I'm saying? You don't, you know, you, you just can't put your people in that situation. So we'll have to see. Yeah. I don't um, know. Yeah, I think, well, and you are heading into your first basketball season as the varsity coach at Stevens, and um, I think it's, so, masks, no fans, right? That's, yeah, as of yeah. now, that those yeah. edicts, masks, no fans, and a limited schedule, it'll be like soccer was, and kind of like football, but more like soccer, where you're going to play the same teams twice in a row, Yeah. and just local teams. So they are going to have a schedule like that, I wasn't, yeah. I didn't know about that. Right, so mm -hmm. it's going to be like 12 games with the same six teams that... Yeah. They would have played in soccer, which again, you, and we'll have to see us now as we're taping this November 10th, November 11th, excuse me. Yeah. Should know Veterans, veterans Day, sorry. Day. Yeah, yeah to any veterans, yeah. any veterans listening, if there's any veterans listening, yeah. thank you for your service and thank you for there, keeping our country safe. There was a really cool story that Claremont Historical Society put on Facebook today, if you see it, about Stevens High School in 1919, because that was the first Armistice Day, yeah. the year after World War One ended, and they actually had a big parade, but the superintendent wouldn't let the students out. 
So students like started jumping out the window and they <laughs> jumped out the back door to join the parade and finally they yeah. let him out, but they actually got in the face, I guess, of the superintendent at the time. Wow. And told him to let him join the parade. So, wow. yeah, so funny That's how crazy. history is like that, yep. yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you said, um, you said you listened to the Page podcast and that was all about uh, trauma and stuff. So what did, what did you find fascinating about that? Well, you know, I think a lot of, when you think back about how much an effect, and even if it's subconscious, and I knew there's a lot of this, this anyway, yeah. but Paige is a lot more... She's an expert. On right, this. and I'm yeah. not really an expert. I yeah. know, you know, we go through a lot of this when yeah. you become a counselor, but she's done a lot more than me on it, and yeah. that, how much an effect that has on later life, and you probably yeah. don't realize it, even subconsciously, but a lot of the, you know, like you talked about, I think, you know, and Paige, you know, spoke more eloquently than me, but stuff like... You know, when your stress levels are permanently get up, yeah. they don't just drop like so, norm, like normally would. So your stress levels up, and that obviously is going to affect you yeah. health wise. It's not a, it's not you know rocket science to figure out that if your stress levels are up permanently, that that's going to affect your health, even right. if it's not in the short term. In the long term, right. that's going to affect it, your health. It literally tra- being traumatized, and it literally makes the amygdala part of your brain your normal functioning part, which and that's not supposed to be. That's supposed to be like your survival part, right. and your um, frontal cortex, which is supposed to be your logical thinking, literally shuts that part of your brain down, essentially. Um, and, you know, this is, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, you know, and I see it, you know, because we get, I'm sure you hear it too, you know, in how par- people complain about the entitlement and stuff. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the, tra- the trauma, I think, and how their brains and how bra- their brains have been rewired to be, well, the, a lot of the reason they have the behaviors that they have is because they're in survival mode when they're sitting at English class, you know, like, like Paige said. And that's why, you know, they have outlandish behaviors. And that comes from, you know, not getting what you, not getting what you need at home in terms of like um, nourishment and food on the table. And you know, I did a podcast yesterday about wealth inequality and how it causes childhood trauma. I firmly believe there's a connection there. What do you, can you give me any thoughts? No, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. I think that, you know, if, you know, I think people that don't, and Paige talked a lot about the ACEs, which she's big on too. Yeah. If you look at a lot of that's inequality and stuff that you don't have when you're right. younger. And if a lot of, you know, I follow a lot of people about like college kids. I think everybody thinks, you know, entitled college kids, but there are more than you would think that are struggling to get by. Yeah, man. You know, that are hungry a lot, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that have to do stuff that their families right. just don't have money to pay for them to go to college. There's a, not zero percentage that are trying to get by by working jobs at the schools and then not sleeping much, you know. So I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of that comes in too. I think one of the things you take is that there is such a thing as good stress. I think athletics has a lot of Of course there is. Where there's good stress, but you have to be able to manage that also Mm -hmm. and not all, you know. Not all stress is bad. It's like like an alarm in your brain telling you to make adjustments. But when you're constantly doing that every single day, that's bad. Right, right, exactly. So you have to be able to manage that too. And that's hard. And that's why, you know, mental health plays, you know, a bigger role than people get. And the mental health, going back to where we started over the last four years has been, you know, rough and, you know, people come back, oh, you're a wuss, man. Will you let it get to you? I'm like, well, you know, yeah. no, but I, you know, no, because there's a lot of people that, you know, pick a pick a topic that we talked about. There's a lot of, you know, climate change, hopefully, that we talked about too, that hopefully will, this one. So, I, you know, a little bit distressing, not to double back, no, but no. that, you know, Democrats didn't do as well in other areas, but there are, is a lot of stuff, hopefully, that that Biden can do on yeah. his first, you know, when he gets in the office, whether it's education, whether it's climate change. Well, I think climate change is going to be his big you know 
I, personally, I think that's going to be his biggest priority, right. probably, which it probably should be. I think, obviously, I think education well, and healthcare, but um, climate yeah. change, you know, we need to have a planet for a future. Right. I think anything that he can get help from, I think Europe is willing, more than willing to help him out right now. Yeah, well. Anything he can help him on. It would be hard. Education will be tough for tele- because it's a totally different system. Yeah. But uh, climate change, obviously, international, that will, he can do that. Immigration, I think he can do some stuff on as well. Yeah. Um, um, he's also going to. Um, I loved his because um, he came up with his uh, COVID pandemic team. Yeah, and it was he has yeah. a team. Yeah, he has it's a team, a and guess a what? It's filled with doctors. Yeah, it's a start. Yeah, it's it's filled with yeah. doctors. You know, so that alone yeah. is yeah. a good thing. And the vaccine news was good, although yeah. you know I don't think anybody's gonna rush. I mean, not. I mean, I'll, as soon as it's out, I'm taking it. But yeah. I, it's gonna take a while to get. Well, if I know that it's if I know that it's a. Uh, I, if I know that it's successful and right, I, and I trust you know. But most we talk about big pharma, you know, yeah. they come through and something like this. They yeah. do, they do. Um, they just suck up all the money. Yes, <laughs> uh, they did say it was going to be free. To, uh, you know, I think you know people understand in the pandemic that yeah. Well, but, some people. But the problem is, is that right now polls are only saying like fifty-two percent of Americans will take a coronavirus vaccine. Yeah, and that's not going to get it done. No, it's not going to yeah. get it done. You need at least like eighty. Yeah. In order for it to be effective. So I think that will go up as time goes on, but we'll see. I mean, I, you know, I overestimate things sometimes too, but it's not going to be a situation where we're going to wake up one day in February, we're all going to get a shot and we're going to be back on the next day no. and things going to be the same. No. It's going to take... Especially you know, if only half the people get the Right. Vaccine. But I'm hoping by next fall, at least things will be at least semi-normal. I yeah. hope so. I'm not counting on it, yeah. but I I hope I hope so. Right. I hope I don't have to coach another football season like this one. Right. And honestly, I don't have, soccer was rough too. Same yeah. thing. But not that that's the primary concern. No, but it's, it's just a, an indication of where right, we are. We exactly. need to get the kids back in school safely. Right. You know, first and foremost. Do you feel um, safe in school right now? I mean, I think with the cases as they are in New Hampshire, I mean, I think I think so. I mean, I trust the people around, but I understand those that have concerns. Yeah. I, mean, I understand that there's, you know, as most people know, there was a case at Stevens High School. There's at least two at Newport High. Yeah. Um, you know, those are concerning when that happens. I understand people that are concerned that have, you know, um, you know, pre-existing conditions or whatever. Yeah. But I think... Were they older or... Right. But I think that around the country, the, the levels in schools haven't been too, too bad. It's yeah. been mostly... I saw a study on this before I came over. It's mostly restaurants, which... Walk around here. There's still restaurants open, yeah, and I feel for them because you know there's well, they're they're small businesses right, trying to right, and they're hurt the most. And it's frustrating. Yeah. I understand, but that's like the biggest. Uh, Mimi's you know, over there dropping stuff. Yeah, um, <laughs> but that's the the biggest spread I think. And then, but any indoor spot where a lot of people are. Yeah. Yeah. Like we can't be, you know, Mimi and I haven't ate at a restaurant since March. Right, so, and like, I haven't either. Like we we and get takeout. And I definitely won't now. No, no. At least I mean, as far as. Yeah, have I have not. I have not eaten. I have not. I um. I get takeout all the time. Right. I mean, but, you don't eat indoors like in somebody's house. Right. right? Not in a restaurant. No, not in the restaurant. Right. And um, I I'm also. My, I don't take my meal on the front porch every time you eat it out there. <laughs> no, I haven't gone that ridiculous. I'm so also someone that like you know I enjoy like going to the bar and having a few drinks and hanging out with friends. That's also something you can't. You, that's not smart no. to do right now. That is very very irresponsible in my opinion to do because that's like the like you said that's like the clubs and bars and restaurants that's like the number one place where this stuff where big sporting events too and big sporting events which is why you know you gotta limit fans yeah you gotta you know you gotta take them if you want to be able to play sports yeah if if you you know um well we both love sports but it's not as important as 
you know, getting this pandemic under control no, and people dying. Not. I mean, 1,400 people in the country died yesterday. I bet you when the numbers That's come insane. out today, it's going to be similar. It's going we up. We you know? had the highest today that I just saw on MSNBC. According to the New York Times, we had the highest amount of hospitalizations that we've had so far yeah. today. And that's concerning. So the most cases and the most hospitalizations in the country. Yeah, today. Yeah, so, than it's ever been in the whole history of the pandemic. So in the, yeah. Right, so, so that's concerning. So there are, I mean, the doctors are doing a better job of treating it, but still. They're still, yeah. And right, and I think, you know, people talk about mortality rates, which are very important. We don't want anybody to die. We also have uh, morbidity rates too, which are people that get sick. You know, that, uh, you know, if you've been in the hospital in the ICU for a week or two, that doesn't exactly help you going forward either. I mean, you recover, yeah. but it's not like... You know, your you know, life's altered. Yeah, whatever kills you makes you stronger is not necessarily applied to stuff like that. No, and I don't think anybody wants to... Even if you survive the right. experience, you don't want anybody no. to have to go through right. that. So I think those numbers are discounted sometimes. Like, well, just look at the deaths. Right. But you look at the people that got it, too, that got sick, because it's going to affect them the rest of their life, too. Yeah, and I've also read about people who have had... They've, they've gotten coronavirus and they've had symptoms for like 200 days. Yeah. yeah. You know? Or we don't know long term and we don't know. It hasn't been around long enough to know what's going to happen in three to five years and people that had it too. So. Right. Exactly. I mean, who knows? We don't know. And yeah. um, I mean, and I, I will say the science does not like, it's not very happy. You, you know? No. I mean, you should listen to people that are, we, you know, we've gone over this before, but listen to experts and that's hopefully the biggest difference, the hope with, with going forward is that people will listen to experts. Right. Something well, called I've been I doing a lot of psychology you know, lately too, looking into stuff. Something yeah. called the Dunning Kruger effect. You ever yeah. hear that? No. Or basically, if you're like if people, oh, everybody thinks they're an expert. You see a lot in sports. Yeah. Everybody thinks there's an expert, right? Yeah. So you have an expert opinion, so you think you're right because mm -hmm. you know. But if you're, you know, you see it a lot in poker because everybody thinks like, oh, I know the rules of poker. I'll go out and play against professionals, and you get whooped by right. people. But it's that, and you see it sometimes when you second guess like coaches or football or whatever well if i did that i would do right so people i mean i think that. Yeah. so people think they're experts and then they act on that but right. they're not experts right. And so, no right um, but then you get the false you know if the people continue to believe that even though you know even though scientists prove them wrong it has to be so frustrating for the dr fauci's oh and all these God. scientists i can't even to, i can't even imagine to know that you know you're it's what you spent your whole life studying, studying. and working and right working and, 12 hours you a got day some in guy that a yeah. foot doctor or something telling you that you're yeah. wrong like no no anyway. it's like come on man like yeah. this is my life's work right i think that's the number one thing you know because with joe biden as president he will listen to scientists and he will listen to doctors with trump he thinks he's right about everything right. so that's you know that is a sense of relief for me when i saw um when i saw his pandemic team you know, when it's doctor, 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 and you know, I look right. at, you know, these guys are epidemiologists, these guys are right. experts right. On, when it comes to controlling pandemics, and that's what we, you need people who are trained and educated on these matters to make the decisions. And, you know, that's one of the things where, you know, Biden, I think, you know, I have things where I can criticize him on, but I think he, he listens to people and he will, um, do what because he knows he doesn't know everything right and he knows that other people are smarter than him and he will listen to them and right. make decisions based off what the experts right. tell him I think that's the dread is that how do you convince the people you know I think you have to look at every case and say you know what are you know like the Dunning-Kruger thing that's why I really have gotten a lot into psychology lately see what yeah. is the psychology I love of psychology. right the psychology what is the psychology of not believing in the truth and do I do it look at yourself first do I do that in cases do I look at stuff and look mm -hmm. at stuff that I should believe somebody but don't right I mean what what can I be better myself mm -hmm. right to try to look at these other people instead of just we talked about this last time instead of just ripping on people well right. why do people 
You got to figure it. We got to figure that out. Right. Um, Why are people discounting? Why do people go? You know, if you looked at Facebook, if there's a guy, Kevin Roos, if you guys, anybody's on Twitter, and he he did a podcast called uh, Rabbit Hole yeah. on how QAnon started and how people got caught in that. Yeah. It's fascinating. And you look at the top ten Facebooks are all Donald Trump. Dan Bongino, you know, Fox News, those are the top 10 every day on Facebook. And until, you know, and, you know, it is what it is. Have you heard or uh, watched The Social Dilemma? I have watched it, yes. Yeah. Also fascinating, yeah. It is, and, um, well, a couple- For kids, too, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, a couple things that I take away from that is, A, the corporations really run the show. They really do. Um, B, they literally, look at what you like they look at what you are looking at and they tailor your online experience so you'll yeah. stay right based on i'm sorry lack of a better term that's fucked up yeah well, that's <laughs> what the rabbit hole that's what the whole podcast yeah. is that podcast i just yeah. talked about that's yeah. the whole podcast it follows a guy from when he started he was a normal let me say because he's an obama voter he's normal but he was a normal person he voted for obama those are yeah. two separate things obviously yeah all right and then all of a sudden he got in one video somewhere and it led him to the next one led them to the next one and their whole business model they talk yeah. to the guys from YouTube is to keep you on YouTube mm-hmm. right um, they want to keep you there because they can sell more ads that's what Facebook does yep. that's what YouTube does yep. and it that's got them into this and it got them into whatever but it doesn't really you know assess like what they're actually watching so it went further and further down the rabbit hole which is why it's called that mm-hmm. and how people started listening to and it, it went to the type of people that you know listen to that stuff that some people just are looking for somewhere you know and it was a community where people fell in QAnon right now where you know they can talk to each other and they think yeah. they understand each other and they they might but they just you know based on just it's not based on fle- not based on facts in no. any way shape or form. I was talking about this with Mimi the other day. We need to f- figure out a way to get people to trust science again. Right, it's a big problem. Yeah, we need to figure out a way to get or people trust facts in general. I yeah, mean, science and whatever. Well, I mean, I think I think facts are are rooted from science. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, no, they're the same thing. I get. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we but we we have. This the way we're structured right now. Science is a political opinion almost, and that's why some of the people that are most up in arms these days are historians, which I never right. would have thought of. Right, that historians would be up in arms, but historians are some of the people leading the the charge because they can look at stuff and look at the history of it and say, no, this is what happened. Right, this is right. where we are. Right, you have to look at the history to get to the present. Right, I think we forget history sometimes too, to know yeah. what's going on in modern times. So, and history always repeats itself. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't do that. It rhymes, as Mark yeah. Twain said. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't do that. It rhymes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when I when I watch the social dilemma, it really is. I mean, I still am going on social media, but it really has changed my uh, um, thinking about it. And um, and I, I find myself going on less. I'm still going on, but I find myself right. going on less. Well, I don't know what the out is though. I mean, because I mean, well, that's part of the reason why I started a podcast. Right. Because. Um, I wanted a way to get my thoughts out there and like get my outlet without just like right. posting stuff on Facebook yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's so that's part of the part of the reason why I started a, a podcast. But um, it, you know, when I watch it, is really they really try to just control your brain. They really try to yeah. just con- and they want you, they want you to stay hooked on that. It's almost like drugs. They want you to stay hooked oh, on that. Yeah. They want you to stay hooked on your phone and on Facebook or Twitter or whatever outlet you're using right. as long as you possibly right. can, regardless of the effects that's having on your brain and society. Well, because they want to make money. I mean, they don't right. care about that. And that's what we work in the high school and we know kids are, that's a big and problem. I think that is a big reason why depression's up, why all Me that too. stuff, the mental health stuff is up because it's social media, as, the, as they point out in, that, in the social dilemma, too. But 
it's just hard to get off it. Like we're, you know, it's just so ingrained now, even for somebody, for us, mm -hmm. and think of it if you're a kid, yep. you know, trying to fit in in the high school or trying to fit in well, whatever, I mean, like where do you go, you know? I'm a, quite a bit younger than you. So when I was growing up, um, which, so I was in high school, it's 2020, I was in high school 10 years ago. So, and that's when social media, it was high school 30 years ago. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead, carry I on. was in. I was in. High, I graduated. I 2008 to 2012 was yeah. when I was in high school. So I was in high school 19, no, uh, 1989 to 92. So I graduated 92. So. But that's really when social media. It wasn't the way. It wasn't like. Um, as ingrained as it is now, but oh, that's there's there none of it in 1992. Yeah. So. <laughs> but that's when it really started to uh, yeah. take form, and I can remember, you know, you know, it was cool. It was you had to be in order to be cool. You had to have them back then. It was MySpace, right? But and you had to be in order to fit in. You had to have social. You know, you you had, oh, this is the new cool thing. This is how you get in touch with your friends. This is how, right. and um, and it's really. One of the, you know, it's really downplayed the importance of uh, social connection like yeah. we're doing right now um, because, you know, everybody's just on their phone all the time. Right. And yeah. I think the pandemic hasn't helped that because there's no way, there's a lot of face-to-face lot of -face is lost. And how do you, you know, how do you gain that back? Yeah. You know, do you have... People are working on the computer, like... Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, people are working at home and you can do a lot of stuff and, and technology is great. But yeah, I think, you know, a lot of the mental health issues... Yeah. And I'm and I'm not saying get rid of social media. No. I think that I think that it can be useful and it can right. be a good thing, but just like anything, too much of it is bad. Right. And also, you know, Facebook and Twitter and all the other ones are having trouble with what when someone like all these viral stuff that's not true. Right. Do you take it down or is it the uh, is it the is it in the press they would say, you know, not, I'm not a fan of Zuckerberg at all, but I, he would say, Me you either. know, well, you put it up and people will figure it out, right? But obviously, that's not happening. No. Right. And for millions of people, like, they put it up and it's false and it stays up and people believe it. And now the falsehood becomes truth because it's online. Yeah. How do you fight that? And that's where we are right now. And it's, it's also gets, it gets hard because it gets, and this is where I get torn about it because, you know, I'm big freedom of speech. You know, I want people, it's, you know, people always talk about the Second Amendment. Well, I think the First Amendment's the most important one. Yeah. But so I, I think you get into a tough area when you start even with stuff that's untrue when you start just saying you can't post that right you know but even though i it's tough because i want truths right falsehoods to be shut down right but at the same time you know you know it, do they have a right, right to believe these things like they kind yeah, well, of do have a what's right what's so exhausting for the historians is yeah. to try to just rebut everything you know yeah. it just gets exhausting after a while there's so much falsehoods before i came over trump put something up about a ballot. He's these still ballots tweeting. And, and he's still tweeting. He put a ballot, like the ballot, they, these ballots are, you know, somebody was wheeling out ballots and what it was, it was in Los Angeles. They were wheeling ballots out perfectly normal, but yeah. he tweets it out like as something that's illegal and now everybody follows that. And like, it's illegal, change change the votes. Like, no, man. No, it's not. It's not the way it works. Not true, right? And it, I don't know where to get, and like I said, that's the biggest dilemma right now. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I think Biden will help that, but how does he... It's not going to eradicate it. Right, I don't. I don't think anybody could no, right now. Of the way not. social media, even like, and I think that explains a lot of the rise of Trump is a lot of the stuff we Hell said. Oh yeah, it does. Going back from the birther stuff to whatever year that yep. was, 2012, 2011. Well, that's really when his political aspirations started. Was right. when he's, and, you know, right, and that's how he's going to hang on by posting falsehoods. And what you you started with, it's frustrating that people that know better follow along to keep power, whether it's you know Pompeo, whether it's you know yeah. Lindsey Graham, whether Lindsey it's Graham, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, because they. I mean, they know better. They do know better, but they, you know, and it, 
you know, part of me is like, listen, the Republicans got what they needed out of Trump. They've completely stacked our judiciary. Right. They've stacked the Supreme Court. Like, they don't need Trump anymore. Right. And that's why it'd be fascinating going forward to see what happens. Do and people come out of the woodworks like, you know, who, who ends up? It'll be interesting here in New Hampshire to see what happens. I mean, I, I don't know. What's I'm worried about New Hampshire. Right. We'll see. In tw- but in 2023, as the it ramps up again, the next political round, the next yeah. president, who the heck is the Republicans throw out there? Oh, I think it's going to be Trump. Right. But he'll, I mean, will he face, you know, backlash from the Ben yeah. Sasses of the world, from Mitt Romney's of the world? Will there be people from Snoo And then but Snoo yeah. in a tough spot. Because where does he go? Yeah. I don't think he wants to go with Trump. No, but defense. he has. He has because that's who won, but does he start that way? Um, does he immediately go over And that's the Republicans have a tough choice with that. And maybe, you know, again, I'm underestimating them. Maybe it'll just follow Trump again. I don't know. Um, um, but, and the Democrats also will have, we'll see, you know, Biden will be, what, 82? Yeah, I don't know if Biden will, we'll see what happens. We'll see what he's, right. but so I don't know. 2024 will be interesting, but we got to get through the Yeah, I don't really want to talk about the next election too much. I do think Trump, yeah. I think if you ask me right now, I think Trump will want again, run again. And I think, you know, no matter if any Republican tries to dethrone him, his his hold on the Republican Party and the Republican base is like they follow him no right. matter what. Right. So if he runs again, even though he'll be a very old man, right. Um, the same as Biden. That's same funny. as yeah. Um, I don't think it'll I don't think it'll matter. And he's certainly even when he's not president anymore, he's certainly not going to shut up. He's still gonna no. he's still gonna tweet. He's still gonna he might right. even start his own television network for you know. Yeah. Um. Which will just spread disinformation all yeah. day. At least they'll be, you know, it's interesting that Fox News has kind of separated them. At least the daytime hours, Fox News. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's funny because somebody asked me about that. If you remember, I was on when they had the town hall here and Pete Buttigieg yeah, yeah, was yeah. here. And they were great, those Fox News people. They were, you know, professional. Yeah. And then it turns, the clock turns 8 o'clock and all of a sudden... Like, well, then Hannity comes on. Right. And it's, then it's, Tucker Carlson Hannity on. and Laura Ingraham yeah. come on. And it's and, a different network. And, and I don't, you're I don't right. know how sustainable that is long-term for Fox News. Those are all stuff that has to work itself out. And I have hope that it will, but no I, It's going to take a while. And yeah. it's going to, it's going to, um, it's going to be a tough process. I, 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 you know, I don't want to, I really want this country to just heal a little. And yeah. Please go back to the point where, you know, we could have different political opinions and, you know, the, it, it not be about like racism and it not be about like, you know, um, homophobia and stuff like like. Can we talk about economic policy? Right. You know. Can we talk about? Which how- Trump just ran the deficit up. By yeah. The way. Yeah. Trump just completely like he's ran the deficit up higher than any president yeah. ever had. Right. So like, and you know the you know the moment Biden becomes president, that's going to be. Oh, yeah. uh, it is already. They're talking about it. Yeah, they're going to want to cut Social Security and Medicare. Right. Which the much by the way, if you ask the majority of the American people, they do not want to cut Social Security, yeah. and they do That's not want to cut Medicare. Also fascinating. I don't know how much time we have left, but to get into too is that uh, if we you have, look at we have this, it's we're thirty four minutes right now, so let's try to keep it under an hour. Okay, so. we're good. Then we got a little yeah. bit of time. So what's what's hopeful for me is that I think a lot of the messaging was lost a little. If you look at, did you see Florida about the minimum wage thing? Um, no, they I passed not. the fifteen dollars minimum wage like decisively in Florida. Wow. So I think the messaging that the Democrats are getting, or I think are getting through slowly but surely, marijuana passed, legal marijuana is passed almost everywhere. Yeah. Um, Oregon passed almost all legal drugs, possession yeah. at least, yeah. you know, which, you know, is controversial, but you yeah. see the way things are going. I see the... So the, the issues themselves, and every, you look at Medicare for all. Yeah. You know, healthcare. It's probably 50, healthcare, exactly. Like, like single payer is more than 50-50. Yeah. So m- think, m- most people think... 
I mean, I think people have disagreements on the system right. itself. You know, like Medicare for all versus public option. Correct. But I think most seventy percent of the people think that everybody should have health care. Right, and that's what Democrats are the messaging for the Democrats. Right. They just have to find the right messenger, right. messengers to get it forward. And I think that's the frustrating thing for our end right now is to try to get, you know, unfortunately for somebody like Bernie, I think his time may have passed. He put yeah, the Bernie's out there. not going to run. They need a person that will take those ideas and run with them. Will it be Joe Biden? Well, it'll be interesting to see where Joe Biden goes in, in four years. But to just, but what Trump did well and what the Republicans did well is to, to, to categorize people, to pigeonhole them as, hey, Bernie Sanders is a crazy... Crazy socialist. Right, crazy socialist. And, yeah. they, and they use that word and people, but don't... Elizabeth don't, Warren's Pocahontas. Right, but they know? don't understand what that actually means. Like, yes, right. we want people to have a fair minimum wage. We want people to have, right. you know, student debt. Well, I mean, I mean, nobody likes student debt. I mean, <laughs> that's one thing I credit Bernie Sanders for, yeah. is that he changed the conversation. Both times, he, he changed it in 2016, right. and he continued to change it right. in 2020. You know, before Bernie Sanders ran in 2015, nobody talked about a $15. That's crazy. $15 minimum wage. That's crazy. Nobody talked about attacking climate change aggressively. You know, well, Obama did, but... Yeah, I mean, Al Gore talked about it. But a Green New Deal, like, nobody brought that, you know... um, Right, but that's another thing that's gotten, just gets, for whatever reason, and that's, I don't know if it's our fault or not, it just gets a bad rap. You say Green New Deal, you say socialist, and all of a sudden... Well, that's... Everybody goes nuts. But the actual ideas that are in those two things... Well, that's why people like like with Biden, like if you look at his climate plan, it basically is the Green New Deal. He right. just doesn't call it the Green right. New Deal right. because and he can't. Because it makes sense. People yeah. people like those ideas. Yeah. Gen- there'll be some people that don't like whatever, but yeah. the oil people, the gas people. Well, of course. They're right. they they're, they're, they're they make billions right. of dollars. Right. And that's but but if you look at the realistic part of this, people understand that. I think people understand climate change for the most part. You're for gonna have time. people understand climate change is real. People understand minimum wages are ridiculous and people should people right. that work a job should be able to you know yeah. afford stuff. You right? should be able to work forty hours a week and not live in poverty. Right. You right. know, basic rights. I think yeah. I think you get more than half of the people in the country to understand that. But what Trump was successful in is spinning that into oh Trump's into racism into whatever. If Trump's a good good at thing, he's good at spinning things right. and making it spinning things into falsehoods and making it um, to his for his own gain. Right. You know what I mean? And therefore, for Republicans gain, and Republicans have latched on, latched onto that. And Mitch McConnell just like everything. Yeah. And we talked about the politics should not be like sports. No, they're not. Before, and that's what, but that's the way it is to, to these days. And they're well, I'm winning. Well, what? You're winning, putting more people in poverty, and you're uh, winning, taking people's people healthcare out. away, right. and right. trying doing? to trying to trying to take gay marriage away. Gay marriage is no longer legal in all fifty states. Right. You know. So yeah. well, that's very sad. Right, but at the same time, I think people are, we're, there are transgender people being elected to public office. I know, so you, you see. We have one here, we have Chris Pappas, who's, you know, yeah. a gay man who represents New Hampshire now, right, which right, would never right. be had Pete Buttigieg. We had Pete Buttigieg ran right. for president, right. and it was hardly right. even brought up. The right, fact and that he might be gay. a favorite. He's done a good job since then, so I'm, I'm sure he'll be heard from again, too. I think it's a good chance you could see him in Biden's cabinet. Yeah. Somewhere. Like, you can't, like, um, like people were talking about, oh well, you know, Elizabeth Warren should be Secretary of Treasury, Bernie Sanders should be Secretary of Labor. We got to keep them in the Senate. Like we can't. Well, yeah, the problem is Massachusetts has a Republican governor, and Vermont has a Republican right. governor too. So we, right. you know, we need, and we're already lo- we're losing Kamala. I mean, right. I know she's from California, yeah. so we'll get another liberal, yeah. another left. Um, right. Um, so let's talk about that for a second. Just the fact that we have a female vice president for the first time, which is a big deal from, you right. know. And a black female vice president. A black too. female Indian Asian vice president. Right. Yep. Um, and I, I think the more I listen I to... I did Ka- not like today that they said her husband is going to get a job in the White House. That's 
didn't want it like that at all, but we'll see how that goes. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to get any relatives, get out. Yeah, Joe I Joe Biden agree. can stay. Joe Biden knows education. She can do that stuff. Right. Well, any she can. relatives, get out. She can affect base just being on first, right, being right, first right. lady. Right. You know, and right. she still says she's going to teach and stuff, but I'm, right. I'm over this, you know, with like what Trump did, he put all of his all of his kids yeah. and Jared Kushner, yep. and they all yeah. got jobs in the government, yeah. and that needs to not happen, right? Because <laughs> so, yeah, but that I means certainly historic, and again, we haven't talked about it yet, and that's an historic thing too, is that you have you know, and I think that something that wouldn't happen. But I don't want to get away from though that it, it, I think that's a mistake we made in the Obama years is that if you ever read, I think I mentioned it last time it's here, Ta-Nehisi Coates, uh, eight, we were eight years in power, tremendous yeah. book, and it, it talks about kind of. Again, and people thought it's post-racist era because we have a black president. Well, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily work that way. You know what I'm saying? So just because we have a black vice president doesn't mean there's not right. everything's going to go away tomorrow. No, of course so. not. Of course not. It's not. Right. It's not. Um, right. Actually, it almost made having a black president almost made racism worse because we got Trump. Well, you had the the backlash, which in retrospect we probably should have seen. That's what the book goes into. Well, you know, that everybody thought it was over. It goes into li- how it changed from 2008 to 2016. Yeah. You know, so that book kind of goes over all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? How, and I know, yeah. and if you look at history, we always, you know, we zig and we zag, we go forward, then we go back, and then we go forward, then we go back. That's just kind of how it, how it works. Right. You know? Um, you know, there's always going to be when you're trying to change things, there's always going to be a backlash to it, and there's always going to be an opposition to change anything. Right, and I think that's the hope, you know, if we want to end this on the positive notes, that's why I brought that up, because it seems like the issues that we care about are moving forward, right? Whether it's slow, right, and it's getting, you know, hampered along the way, but with minimum wage in a lot of places locally, yeah, and New Hampshire, we'll have to see with all the Republicans getting... We're not going to get it here in New Hampshire. No, but I mean, nationally, people in big cities, people are getting minimum wage. Yeah. Uh, People are looking at the racial issues and understanding systemic racism exists. There is a lot of, you know, locally, police departments are looking at it, a lot of them. Absolutely. still going to have... You know, so at least the issues out there. Is it going to change tomorrow? Is there still no. systemic racism everywhere? Yes, but, but people I are would, at least talking about. I it. would definitely think, especially over the last five years or so, that you know, the, with the minimum wage and for healthcare and climate change, like those issues are mainstream now, right. and they right. are, you know. And as Bernie and Warren would point out, they're related to, to racism too, because those are the issues affect, yeah, you know, people at the lower end of the socioeconomic scale, which is you know a lot more people of color at that at the at there than because of systemic racism. Because they aren't given the chance to move, it's hard to go from one, yep. you know, in our country currently. But I think people understand are starting to. I mean, you're going to get Trump's base, which is going to push back on that no matter what. But I yep. think you look at the numbers. I think it's getting slowly but surely people are understanding what's going on. Hopefully, that will affect change, if not soon, sometime. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else you would like to? No, we should probably shouldn't. You know, we should probably keep it to a limit. But I mean, again, I we try to stay positive and see. We, you know, Joe yeah. Biden is going to be the next president of the United States. That's a good thing. It is. But a good there's thing. still a lot of work to do. You yeah. know, down ballot, whether it be nationally or here in New Hampshire. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of work. All eyes kind of moved to Georgia. You know, try to get. Yeah, those. for the nationally, for the Senate, I think locally we got a lot. Of, I think Claremont, interestingly, three of the four representatives from from here are Democrats that won. Yeah. So I think. Claremont Democrats had a pretty good election, but I think New Hampshire New Democrats, Hampshire Democrats did, did not. not. Correct, and I think that's going to be a problem going forward. We'll have to look at it and yeah. see. You know, and again, I think it's going to be it's going to be a tough couple of years as an educator in New Hampshire. Yeah, and that's going to be hope. But hopefully, like you said, we can go back to concentrating on those issues. Yeah, and not just people 
spouting off things about Absolutely. things that are ridiculous, like, you know, whatever. So hopefully we can go back at least to talk about, and I think in New Hampshire at least, I think we can do that, hopefully. I mean, again, there's still big issues too. We can talk about education, we can talk about minimum wage, we can talk about actual issues, yeah. rather than just people making idiot of themselves. I, and that's sure. what I would like to, like, at the end of the day, and I'd say this to people, they're politicians, they're supposed to be making policy. Right. You know what I mean? I think, I think, especially with Trump, you know, we got away from talking about actual policy because, you know, he's so outlandish and makes and crazy and stuff. Like, he doesn't talk about policy. No. He doesn't have policies. Right. <laughs> so There was no Republican platform this year. No, there was no. Whatever and, Trump says is the yeah, platform. Exactly. Okay, cool. Like, like the, he didn't have no health care plan. No. Like, he didn't have a climate change plan. Two weeks. It's still going to be two weeks. Yeah, two more weeks. Yeah. Two more weeks. Yep. So, um, yeah. All right, Ray. I love I love having you on, and we definitely will again when we have more stuff to talk about. So, all right. Okay. All right. Sounds good.